What's up, what's up? It's your boy Orlando here in Los Angeles. You already know what time it is. Out here listening to my boy Mikella Mean, Too High to Go Hell, the Midnight Podcast. Keep doing your thing, my brother. people what's popping up in here what's popping up in here it's your brother from another motherland mr mckellamine the world changer here right about now for another conversation on spiritual health guys i want you to um invite people right now to watch this as we prepare for discussion on spiritual health please invite um, people, uh, there's an arrow in the corner. You could just tell people that I'm live right now. Please do that if you can. It would be greatly appreciated. Yes. We're about to go in today. No games.
<sighs> so just setting up some things. I've got the cameras ready. Um, for those of you that want to tune into the Spiritual Health Podcast, I now upload it onto YouTube. So if you ever miss an episode, you can always go onto YouTube and actually get the full episodes, um, conversations, and also segments that I that I um, that I cut up and release. So subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, there's a lot of the spiritual health stuff on there. Also, you can get the podcast via Anchor, via Apple, via uh, Spotify, via SoundCloud. Also, releasing music uh, very regularly. Uh, to those of you who don't know, if you're not on my WhatsApp, I have a WhatsApp broadcast list uh, where you can get on and receive direct spiritual health content from me. So if you want to get on that WhatsApp broadcast list, um, you can add plus four four double seven four three zero double five double one nine right there and get on that broadcast list. I just released a new song today in align with the love program because that's what we're on right now, family. We are on the love program. Okay. Spiritual health. Uh, some of you may ask, what is spiritual health? When you are not necessarily involved in a religion. Yes? What is spiritual health? Hold on. Why are y'all doing this to me? Hold on one second, guys. The now is just begun. And it's only for a moment Said it's only for a moment Okay Cool beans, yeah. So some of you might ask, family, um, what is spiritual health when you are not uh, involved in a, a specific religion? Maybe you haven't got a specific culture. You know, you might have grown up in the West where you um, are, don't have a specific culture that immediately speaks to uh, your spiritual inclinations, um, you know. These are some of the questions that we have um, all around the world and all in different forms, you know. Um, so, sorry, I'm trying to do way too much right now. Yeah. So these are the questions that we ask. I'm here to clear up those questions that we all have in our own time and, and help people understand that spiritual health family is your energy operations. Let's break it down like this together, okay? And I suggest that if anyone's watching me, um, have a notepad um, and, you know, have a notepad, write down some things I say. You could go meditate on them. Uh, you can come back and ask questions during this live on things I've said, you know. Um, we definitely have a half an hour. I like to give at least 30 minutes for questions. So if I say anything that sparks your brain that you don't understand that, you might not even agree with or you want more clarity on, please ask questions, okay? So, I'm here for spiritual health. This is the Spiritual Health Live podcast, Spiritual Health with Mikhail. But what is spiritual health outside of religion and culture as we've all grown to know it? Well, let's start with what spirit means. Spirit means breath. Very simple. Again, I'll say, spirit means breath okay yes <sighs> breath that's what spirit means okay so there before we even go on you can see immediately that how important your spirit is because you know that you can't have pain or pleasure right 
You can't have fun or boredom. You can't have challenges or, you know, thrills without your breath. Yes? So spirit means breath, your life force. Okay? And your life force or your breath represents that which emits from you. So it's not just oxygen does not just come from your nose and your and your lips alone. It comes from your entire being. Your entire body is a vehicle for oxygen. Okay? Yes? Now, so when you look at spirit being breath, it becomes the entire energy in which you use, in which you operate in. So your spirituality now becomes the way in which you use your breath or your energy. Does that make sense? Okay. So now what is, where does spiritual health come into this? Health is to do with having harmony. Health is to do with having an equilibrium, a balance in all faculties of self. Mental health, physical health, emotional health, nutritional health, social health, okay? Spiritual health encompasses all of this. How do I do that? Because I'm a spiritual health coach. So how do I do that? How does spiritual health encompass all of that? Have you ever tried to... Um, have you ever tried to... Like, go jogging, right? Or keep up a certain fitness regime. Or a certain eating regime. Or a certain, uh, you know, mental regime. You said, I'm going to be positive. And you do it and you got your positivity and you got your words of affirmation and something comes and slaps you, knocks you off of your path. Then you, may, maybe you try to go to this um, fitness regime and you're like, you know what, I'm getting a six pack. I'm tired of this weight or I'm tired of this weak bones. I'm doing 100, 200 press ups a day, you know, or I'm tired of eating bad and feeling sick. I'm becoming vegan tonight. Coming vegan tonight. You guys say it. And you eat one. You eat one salad. And you, you want to look for the meat again. You understand? And we've all been. I, I don't want to. I want to say a better word. We've all been. Uh, we've all experienced. Those scenarios where we want to commit to something. We have the desire to commit to something, but it doesn't match up and it doesn't become consistent. We all have this in different ways, you know, some with our eating, some of our emotions, some of our social, some of our mental, some of our physical, you know, and there may be variants of all. Well, spiritual health is to help you uh, put all of those things in alignment with your highest intentions. Okay? So that you create a lifestyle of discipline. Not to the press-ups. Not to the avocado. Not to the positive affirmation. Not to the, you know, uh, you know jogging every morning. Yeah? Not to the words of affirmation but to the highest intention which now uses those things as tools to keep you in alignment does that make sense the reason why you and I can't keep up with press ups every day or a certain fitness regime or can't commit to taking responsibility for, for our emotional compulsions meaning Someone says something to you and it, you choose not to get angry. Or someone doesn't act in a way you want and you choose to be, be, live in peace. Or something doesn't go your way. The reason why we can't commit to it is because we always think we're looking at the thing. 
Do you get what I'm saying? We're looking at the means of something. You see, oh, I don't feel like doing the press-ups. I don't feel like eating good today. Or I don't feel like, you know, being positive. Because we think it's about uh, the six-pack. We think it's about impressing our vegan friends. Or we think it's about our church community. Or we think it's about, um, you know, all of the various external factors that uh, make us want to, you know, be better. You understand? Well, spiritual health is about helping you recognize your highest intentions for your life. So that every single one of those things becomes a tool to remain disciplined and to remain, uh, I guess, aware and in alignment with that highest intentions. So the focus is not me trying to, you know, be buff or, you know, the focus isn't me trying to, you know, look the most righteous. The focus constantly and the barometer for whether I'm gonna wake like whether I'm gonna wake up and jog or not, the barometer is not the weather. The barometer is not, you know, my friend who annoyed me yesterday. The barometer is not, you know, the government. The barometer is what is right and in alignment with my highest intentions, which goes beyond any emotional faculty. You see? Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Please write things down, you know, consciously write things down, prepare questions and things like that as I continue. So this is what we look at when we're dealing with spiritual health. It's those physical health, mental health, emotional health, you know, um, social health and how all of those complement your spiritual journey through this life. Because that's what is going in family. We're just vehicles skanking our way through life. And everyone's been given different kind of vehicles with different challenges to help them see what it is they are, uh, their spiritual purpose uh, is and why you manifested yourself here. You know? And so when you start to understand that now, you start to become very conscious now of everything that you do because it goes beyond likes and dislikes anymore. You know? You're always going to like something and dislike something. And it might be the same thing, just on different days. You might like jogging on Friday. And on Monday, you don't feel like jogging. But how do we... The spiritual health is about looking at how we develop... Um, a lifestyle that inspires us, constantly inspires us and encourage us, encourages us to remain consistent on that which we know is going to have us at our best. Yeah? And so this is what um, I am dedicating to studying, studying in myself and also because of that dedicated to sharing, speaking about and coaching people on are you lot with me? This is Spiritual Health with Mikkel. We've been keeping up the love program. Um, I just got off of a seven-day fast. Again, family, in alignment with my highest intentions. I Like, for me, like, like now, you got to think about fasting. Who goes into fasting? Like, well, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not immediately sick. I don't have a problem with anything. I'm very fine. I live a very healthy lifestyle. What, you know, what inspired me, you know, to uh, go into fasting for seven days. I fasted for seven days. I came off Instagram, which is, you know, my, it's my, like, it's my right hand. Um, and I was uh, just drinking water for seven days. Nothing but water. Morning, noon and night. Just water, water, water. Um, you know hot water, lukewarm water, yeah, I said, just water, like, I was getting creative with water, water with a bit of lemon, you know what I said, 
bought, I bought my Shungite stones, you know what I'm saying? To add more carbon to it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but it was just water. And again, um, it was something that I was um, thinking about doing. And you know, because I'm always reading the signs in life, you know, I was watching a video and I just thought, oh, maybe I need to fast. No foods at all. Water, water, water. You know, and I was thinking about doing it, you know, and I was thinking about da 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 da. You know what I said? And then my partner said, I think we should fast. Well, she didn't say, I think we should fast. She said, I'm going to fast for seven days. And that was like the last, you know, message. Something I want to encourage you not to do, start reading the signs of life. Life throws you signs after sign, you know, and once you start becoming self-aware, you start to just read everything because it's, it's all your signs. So she said, I'm going to do a fast. I was like, really? Sorry, I keep getting interrupted. She was like, I'm going to do a seven day fast, water fast. I was like, really? I literally was thinking about doing that. But again, was not gonna, like, you know what I say? Sometimes, do you ever have these thoughts that come to your mind and you're like, it comes to your mind, you know it's good for you, but you're like, no one else can hear it. So you're like, let's just put that to the side for a second. You know what I say? You know when you're called to do something and no one else, you know, we have this situation where it's like, oh, you better leave that person alone. Or it's time to move on from, uh, you know, it's, it's time to move on from this environment or you need to quit that job or you need to think. And then, like, so mine was like, yes, Mikhail, you need to fast and also focus on physical disciplines. The physical discipline stuff, I got straight to it, you know, because, you know, I like that. The fasting, I was like, yeah, but these planting chips, though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I was like, yeah, we get to that. And then she was like, oh, I'm going to fast. And I'm like, God, damn it. Fuck it, that's it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, yes. That's, I did that thing in my mind. I was like, damn, you just have to vocalize that. Now I have to, okay, yes, I'm on it as well. You know what I'm saying? And what I loved about it was like, again, it's like, this is the this is the very uh, um, this is a very powerful thing about community, you know. Again, relating with people based on your highest intentions, family, not your lowest desires. I want you to sit with that for a second. I'm gonna say that again. Relating with people, yes, and life based on your highest intentions, not your lowest desires. Because sometimes we thwart our highest intentions for those low desires which usually please us in the moment but create adverse experiences for us in the long term that we have to spend a lot of time cleaning up, you see? And what I've become very good at doing is surrounding myself with people and environments that reflect my highest intentions. So... Most of the people that surround me don't even realize that they coach me all the time. That just being around me, they're praying, they're praying for me. That they're healing me. You get what I'm saying? They're inspiring me. They're encouraging me just by being. Does that make sense? So, she didn't say, you have to join me. Oh, we're doing this together. No, it was, I'm going to fast. And I was like, I'm going to fast too. You know what I'm saying? With a deep breath. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? How did I feel? I felt good. You know, I realized it's funny. Um, it's funny. I wasn't hungry once, which was strange. I was able to notice the difference that for seven days, I was not hungry. However... I was, I missed eating as a habitual practice. And I was able to see the difference. When I looked at 
how I felt. I was not hungry at all. Like my fast is over. It's Monday. It's like like I'm sure it's like past twelve now. Yes, and I haven't. I still haven't eaten. I've drunk. I've drunk water. I still haven't eaten. And you know, in my mind during the fast. Now it's so funny because during the I wasn't hungry, but all I kept thinking about was all the food that I love. And I started going to all the food that I eat when I'm in Kenya, all the food that I, that I buy every day, and all the meals that I cooked. And I started, you know, it's funny. Like I started thinking about meat, and this is what I'm saying. I got to observe my emotions. I haven't eaten things like you know. I grew up eating oxtail, mutton. Curry goat, you understand? Lamb, you understand? And I started be like, ooh, ooh, lamb, ooh, curry goat. And I started use it, and you know, we was laughing. It's like, how am I thinking about things that I haven't eaten in over since I was nineteen? You guys, in over like eleven years? No, I'm older than that. Nineteen. Yeah, eleven years. You know what I'm saying? I started having. Thoughts about ah, oh, lamb, <laughs> curry goat with rice, and I'm like, you know what? When, you know, and during the uh, period, I swore like I was like the day. I called it on breakfast eve. I was like, I'm gonna wake up as soon as the sun, and I'm gonna make myself a crazy breakfast with everything. And it's it's about to be midday in London, and I have not eaten still. You see what I'm saying? So in that process, I've been able to observe the difference between my will, right, and my emotions. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know when you, you know, you see when Christmas, when food don't come for seven days, you look forward to the day you're eating. So last night was breakfast eve. <laughs> so, you know. But I started to be able to observe family, and this was a beautiful part. I started to be able to observe the difference that I am not my emotions. My emotions are tools. My emotions are energy uh, accessories. So I was able to just observe them and almost. Play with them, Cesaro. Just observe them and go, yeah, okay. Talking all that talk, but but guess what? I'm still drinking water. Reminiscing about food, cool. You know, and not using it as a as a weapon against myself, but using it as a tool for inspiration, for creativity. You know, we even had a moment where we was like. Talking about, you know, both of us are now like four, or five days into drinking water, and we had a moment of like just going back and forth about about all the the meat we're gonna eat. Yeah, we're gonna roast duck, knowing full well we're not going to do that. But it was just the thought of it was like, you know, beautiful. And we, you know, we was watching films and eating fake popcorn. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? And it's be, being able to, in the terms of spiritual health, family, it's able to master your emotions, knowing that none of listen to me very carefully. None of your emotions are there to ruin you. And I know your emotions are currently ruining you in different ways. Yes, but that's because. We have not uh, been given the faculties, right, and the right curriculum to go into a peaceful practice and exercise of using our emotions towards our highest intentions. Most of us don't even realize there's a difference. Most of us believe we are our emotions. Do you get what I'm saying? Most of us believe that our emotions and our intellectual faculties. And our metaphysical faculties are operate at the same level. Do you understand? And so, know this today: that all your emotions, 
are there to support you. And the more and more you become self-aware, right? When you go through a heartache, a challenging situation, someone riles you up, someone does something not expected and your emotions get charged, that's a moment not to compulsively move, but it's a, it's a moment to step out of yourself and observe yourself. But it starts with this oath, which I haven't yet put in and none of you reminded me to put in. This oath, this is the world changer oath that we, that we put. And I say this to myself literally every day and it's what keeps me on my path and, and, and uh, responsible to what I am doing. It says, heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility. You understand? You are deservant of heaven. Peace, love, freedom, happiness, health and wealth. A constant state of peace. As an extension of the most high creator, you are deserving of the highest experience that that creator has to offer. And that has been categorized in the word heaven. You deserve it, make no mistake about it. But it is a choice. And because you deserve it, just like all the other 7.5 billion people on this planet, because you deserve it, it is your responsibility. Like wiping your ass. Yes, you deserve to eat. Therefore, you deserve to release and responsibly remove the toxins from your body. If you deserve cake, if you deserve ice cream, if you deserve chocolate, if you deserve all of that, then you are also responsible for where that goes. You got to dispose of your shit properly. You understand? If you want to eat. You understand? <laughs> you understand? So, this is it fam. Heaven is your right. And heaven is your responsibility. And heaven is not when you die. Hell is not when you die. Heaven and hell are your life right now. It's something I want you to meditate on, if you will, for those of you who want to take um, notes, who want to like uh, take notes on this, I want you to write this down and really meditate on this, because this will also change your perspective and understanding of what I mean when I say heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility. To say heaven is my right and heaven is my responsibility, it almost, it almost seems like, you know, a kind of impossible task to experience heaven in a world that constantly seeks to control you but you've got to understand that one very important thing family that I had revelations on recent not recently but it's been constantly revealed to me in many ways heaven and hell are not destinations I want you to write this down, please. Please write this down. Get a separate paper, phone, whatever. Write this down. Heaven and hell are not destinations. Heaven and hell are vehicles. You look with me? I'm going to repeat this two more times. Heaven and hell are not destinations they, they are not places you arrive at yeah heaven and hell are vehicles you travel in do you understand that this is why we can all be in this realm we call earth and literally experience like we could, we didn't have to be in the same we could be in the same house the same bed yes and experiencing two completely opposite 
experiences of life. And we know this to be true. Heaven and hell are not destinations. Heaven and hell are vehicles that you travel in. So that changes the whole game. It changes the whole game. You see how it changes everything. Because we're always thinking, oh, this will get me to heaven. Right? And then we're wondering, man, when is heaven going to come? Christians are like, yo, why don't Jesus just hurry up? Muslims are like, yo, when the map be going to arrive? Some of us trying to wake our ancestors up from the dead. So I'm like, yo, ancestors, come and save me. And they're looking at you like, bitch, I've left that realm. I'm not here to do your earthly work. I am you. Move. 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 Jesus, in Jesus' name. But we're Jesus' death. Jesus is everywhere but in yourself. Just spraying, you're not even spraying Jesus, just spewing Jesus. You understand? Heaven and hell are vehicles. Do you understand? Vehicles that are constantly and constantly encouraged and fed by the system that surrounds you. This is why it's so important to unplug. If you don't see yourself as a part of this system, unplug from what the system is trying to feed you. Make a life that doesn't rely on the system because this system is hell. That's it. There's no other way to put it. The system, you want, you call it white supremacy, whatever, but it's life right now. Whatever you want to call it, that system is a hellish system, a fear program. Yes? And that system tells you what to eat, how, what to scientifically believe, what to uh, religiously be okay with, where you must educate, what education is valuable to you, who is valuable, yes? How you must value things. It tells you uh, how to set up your families. It tells you what laws to follow. It tells you, you know, what forms of entertainment is good. Do you understand? But if you are not okay with one part of the system, you can't be okay with any of it. Because that's, you see how I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring it home for you guys. That entire, the entire system if you look at very simple love, fear, hell, heaven, hell. Love, heaven. Fear, hell. You understand? This system is a fear one. Therefore, it's hell. That's why you experience the life you experience because you constantly accept this system. You want to change the system, you have to detach all your energetic operations, meaning how, how you relate, where you study, you know, what you surround yourself with, what you entertain yourself with, um, what laws you practice and abide by. Yes, I'm not telling anyone to break the law. Don't get me twisted. If you live in a particular land, follow the laws of the land. But I'm talking about, you know, dealing with higher laws. Love is a greater law than the laws of the land. You understand? Because love is based on natural law. Love, not this, not this obsessive love. I'm talking about love, giving, seeking nothing in return. That love. That's based on a higher law that this world and system knows nothing about. So, I digress. Your energy operations now, in order to sit in that vehicle of heaven. You following me, family? 
Make this your mantra, fam. Make like, I want you to understand this. In order to sit in that vehicle of heaven, your entire energy operations must be aligned with your highest intentions, which is your uh, inspired destination. I say destination in inverted commas because truly there is no real destination. There's only what you aspire to become on your everlasting journey of life. Do you understand? So your highest intentions is what is what is supposed to send light to you so that you can reveal the various activities, right? And people and environments and habits and rituals and responsibilities and disciplines that you need to constantly keep you moving to that light, which is your higher self, which is your God. You feeling me? Um, I hope I'm not getting these things late. Thank you for the questions. Oh, what? Okay, it's 40 minutes. Let's go questions. Sorry, I've gone over time. So let's do questions. If these are vehicles, what is the destination? There is no destination. There's no destination. All life does is, if you look back on your life, family, have you noticed the moment you graduate, the moment you graduate from SATs, you got to think about GCSEs. The moment you arrive at GCSEs, you got to think about... Uh, you see how you see you can tell when I plugged out of the system because I can't even remember what's next. <laughs> but I'm talking about typically remember you got right GCSEs, you gotta think about job or A levels and then masters and then PhD. Sorry guys, I've not been a part of that system for a long time. But you get what I'm trying to say. There's never a destination, there's only stations. It's just stations. It's like, imagine being on a train, right? And that train is life. And, but there's, imagine, say, you just, imagine arriving at different stations, but never getting to a destination. Because you'll find, right? In death, life begins. Is it not? And you don't need to die to understand that the moment a tree Falls, seeds grow, seeds are planted, life germinates it, new life. Do you understand? Yes? So one more time family, and I want you to prepare questions for me. Any questions right now, please ask them, because we've got 15 minutes left, and I think it's time for me to eat. I've been getting it, look. I've lost, you know what I'm saying? That's water, you know what I'm saying? So, um, remember this throughout your day. I want you to remember this. Let this be your mantra. Write this on your wall. Teach this to your children. Share this with your partners. Meditate on this, on this daily. Heaven and hell are not destinations. Heaven and hell are vehicles. Vehicles. Vehicles you travel with. Yes? They're not destinations. They are you'll never arrive at heaven. You be it or you don't. It's a vehicle. You know what I'm saying? It's a vehicle. And you look around the vehicle, you know like when you step into, you know, you step into a Range Rover 2020 plate. You know, and it's air conditioning, massages on the seat, recliners, you know, cup holders, USB, Bluetooth, you know what I mean? It's got self-drive mode, you know, air conditioning, you got to say, foot rest. Well, heaven is a vehicle. And it look, it's got peace right there. Peace. Mmm. Freedom, happiness, health, 
wealth, Ooh. abundance. You get what I'm saying? Yeah? Let's get questions, guys. It's the question time. I'm going to shut up now. Let's get questions in. Put questions in the question box so everyone can see it when you ask it. It's the journey where heaven takes place, accessible by being fully present. Thank you, Jakana 006. Uh, top diet. Top five things you need daily. Me, top five things I need daily. Uh, um, sun, activity, uh, physical activity. Um, I would say water. Um, I need music. Have to have music. An outlet to create. An outlet to create. So this is part of my creation producing music so guys uh for those of you that don't know i dropped a song today and i want you guys to go on my soundcloud after this i dropped a song and i'm gonna play this song until you lot ask questions right i dropped a song today it's called birthday dance and it's a part of the love program right now we see a fear program going on out there but we ain't a part of that system we're part of heaven so what are we doing you know so we i got a new song called birthday dance and i want you guys to go to my soundcloud um, after this, play the song, you know, learn the words, feel the vibes, and I want you just to, to dance, man. Just dance, just dance, and just fall in love with yourself. Send me a video so we can share it, because I want to send love into all the homes all across the world right now. So, guys, let's ask questions. If you ain't got no questions, we're about to, we about to just skank out to this music. If you ain't got no questions, but please... I hope you got some questions. Yeah. Yeah. It's your mom's after. Play this song to your mom. Play this song to your mom.
You could down, I want you guys to go and download that song. Go and listen to it, man, and enjoy the vibes in your home. Send me some videos. Hashtag birthday dance. Share it with everyone. Share it on your Instagrams. You know, um, because we are doing a love program. You know, take into account everything I've been talking about today. Heaven is your right. Heaven is your responsibility. You know, it may seem like other people are powerful, more powerful than you. But you got to remember, you are not born in this world to serve... Uh, power, the powers that be Like like When your mum and dad I'm going to keep it blunt When your mum and dad had sex They weren't thinking We need a slave For the government They didn't think that They weren't like Oh let's create another slave For the government So you came into existence For reasons beyond What the government thinks What the queen has to say What this person out here Or that person Or these group of people have to say you came into life for different reasons so you've got to now take responsibility and ask yourself well what did i come here for if it's not to be a slave if it's not to be miserable if it's not to live like the people of yesterday what is it for so i want to encourage you guys man on your path you know stay happy cesarojo every day um i'm going to be starting cesarojo um this week i'm trying to figure out uh, which platforms to do it on But we're going to be uh, We're going to be doing Cesarojo um, Online since we can't link up But it's a beautiful day fam We'll be doing it online um, Yeah I'm looking all the way forward to it family So uh, But yes If there's no questions If there's no questions uh, hold on, how long we got left? I've got eight minutes left, family, so ask me questions, please. You can find that song that I just played online on my SoundCloud right now. It's called Birthday Dance. Download it, stream it, share it with your people. It's on my SoundCloud. My SoundCloud is soundcloud.com forward slash. Mikel Amin. Good for the body. Woo. I need to get that thing. Yeah. So yeah, let's ask questions, guys. I've got six minutes left. I want to use up all the time um, for all the questions you might have. Remember, I think one of the biggest takeaways from this is this uh, mantra, heaven and hell, heaven and hell are not destinations, heaven and hell are vehicles yeah can I elaborate on the vehicles part which part do you want me to which, which part would you like me to elaborate on and look at the principle of a vehicle a vehicle helps you travel you know for example okay so here's a good thing to think about you know you've got different modes of transport <laughs> Sorry guys, my lips are dry. 
It's missing food. <laughs> so, um, um, so you've got different modes of transport. So, for example, you might want to go to, uh, let's say, you know, you've got to travel from North London to South London. Yeah, I don't know where you are, but you know, North and South are always opposite of each other. You've got to travel from North London. You desire to go from North to South London, okay? And you really want to go to South London because right now it's calling you, it's, it's inspiring you, but you're all the way in North. Now you have options. You can choose to get an Uber. You can choose to walk. You can choose to cycle. You can choose to catch a bus. You can choose to hire a car or borrow a car, yes? But no matter what you choose, you are still going to arrive at your destination. Some quicker, you know, if you, if you walk, you might get rained on. If you drive, you might get stuck in traffic. If, you're, if you cycle, you might be out of breath and sweaty. If you're on the train, you're gonna have to, you may be in rush hour, you know? But each one of them come with their own uh, challenges, you know, and also benefits as well, okay? So the mode of transport you use, right, should be reflective of how you wish to get there. And so understanding that life is just a continuous journey. Heaven and hell are the vehicles you choose for that journey because you're going to live it anyway like my point is you can you can you can grow up in the ends and you can uh, you know with you know about like let's figure the worst scenario you could grow up as a abused child left in the, in in abandonment for in foster care and then end up as you know a multi-billionaire phila philanthropist who, you know, just blesses people, right? I'm saying that the vehicle you choose will determine your experience of that journey. This is why millionaires still kill themselves. Because regardless of what you have externally, you will have a vehicle. This is why a lot of famous people are hooked on drugs. Because they're living in hell with a lot of money. They're living in hell with a lot of, uh, you know, resources for help. What we want is heaven with a lot of resources. Heaven with an abundance of currency, money, whatever we need. Do you understand? So I hope that clarifies it. I'm getting the countdown right now, which means we've got uh, less than a minute left. So guys, I really want to thank you for joining. If you want to, if you want one-to-one -one spiritual health coaching, DM me or add my WhatsApp um, where I'll send you direct spiritual health content and you can access me weekly for one-on-one -on -one coaching, okay? Where I can answer your specific questions about your specific life and help you um, through a program of attaining your highest intentions. But until then, Nakumaisha watu waroho, peace in. Wagwa, Nakumaisha family. Thank you for tuning in to Too High to Go Hell, a spiritual health conversation for the millennial generation. Are you tapped in? <laughs> thank you for your ears and thank you for your energy. Guys, if you'd like to support this work in this podcast and anything else World Changer Life is doing, please go to my website, worldchangerlife.com or hit the link in my bio on my Instagram and leave a donation of any kind. Also, family, I'm really interested to know what you guys have learned, what is, uh, thoughts have been inspired in you from listening to this podcast. So go on to Twitter, at me, at Mikel Amin, or on Instagram, at Mikel the Energy. Use the hashtag Spiritual Health with Mikel, and just tell me some of the sound bites that you've got, some of the quotables, you know, some of the lessons that you might have learned from the conversations in these podcasts. Also, Join the World Changer WhatsApp broadcast list where we can have one-on-one -on -one conversations about the topics of spiritual health. Add my number, 
plus four four double seven four three zero double five double one nine plus four four double seven four three zero double five double one nine peace in love out hey